if you follow these things, there's been a lot of talk recently about a unique alignment of constellations this coming September. It's the exact alignment that is described in Revelation chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Let me read it to you. It says, Now a great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head a garland of twelve stars. Being with child, she cried out in labor and pain to give birth. Uh, there's been a, a bunch of speculation on this. I don't know if you realize it or not, but not everything you read on the internet is true. And so there's all kinds of YouTube videos and internet stuff about how fantastic this is. And I've been looking at it for a while, not wanting to be sensational, but to try and find a kind of a conservative position on it. And I think I found a, uh, an astronomer who, who gives it, um, uh, the, well, these are the facts, uh, from a reputable astronomy site. On September 23rd, 2017, the sun will be in the zodiac constellation Virgo, corresponding to the woman clothed with the sun. The moon will be at the feet of Virgo, corresponding to with the moon under her feet. The nine stars of the zodiac constellation Leo, plus three planets, Mercury, Venus, and Mars, will be at the head of Virgo, corresponding to on her head a crown of 12 stars. Planet Jupiter will be in the center of Virgo, and as the weeks pass after September 23rd, Jupiter will exit Virgo to the east, past her feet, so to speak, corresponding to she was with child and wailed aloud in pain as she labored to give birth. Jupiter is the largest of the planets, the king of the planets, so to speak, corresponding to she gave birth to a son, a male child, destined to rule all the nations with an iron rod. Uh, how rare, though, is this alignment? That's the question. Again, quoting, the sun is in Virgo every September. In one month, the moon goes through its cycles of phases and travels the entirety of the ep uh, ecliptic and thus passes through every constellation of the zodiac. So there's always a day or two every year when the sun is in Virgo and the moon is just to the east of Virgo, just past the feet. So the celestial woman clothed with the sun with the moon at her feet is common every September. Multiple planets being at Virgo's head while Jupiter is in Virgo's center and the moon is at Virgo's feet is somewhat unusual, but it's not that unusual. The period of Jupiter's orbit is a little less than 12 years and therefore Jupiter will be in Virgo with the sun there too and the moon at the feet once every 11 or 12 years. This leaves the planets at the head, the number depending on the number of stars granted to Leo, as the determining factor in making a celestial arrangement. Searching back 1,000 years, you find that this arrangement has happened before in September 1827, September 1483, September 1293, and in September 1056. So we would say that the particular alignment called for in Revelation 12 is somewhat rare. It's, it's, it's not millions of years rare or thousands of years rare, but it's, it's pretty rare. But still, is it anything? Well, it's interesting because uh, the Bible uh, talks about this constellation and we see it come about every now and then. And we don't talk about it too much, but conservative biblical scholars like Dr. Henry Morris, Creation Research Institute, uh, his classic book, The Genesis Record, and Donald Gray Barnhouse, great uh, preacher of 10th Presbyterian Church in uh, Philadelphia for many years. Both of those men and other conservative scholars 
used to like to point out that God has given the gospel in the stars through the constellations. You know that scripture that says the heavens declare the glory of God? It means something more than just creation is a marvelous thing that if you look at it, you can see that there's a creator. Uh, there's solid evangelical teaching that the gospel is in the stars and uh, people all over the world would be able to identify the gospel uh, and know that there's a God who sent his son Jesus Christ uh, through that. And so looking to the heavens is not that unusual. And of course we know that in the last days, especially in the book of the Revelation, there's gonna be a lot of stuff happening in and from the heavens. As a side note, I read another article that claims, and I quote, UFO sightings have reached an all-time high. The U.S. seems to be the most prone to UFO sightings year-round. We report 300 times as many UFO sightings as any other nation. And we've talked about UFOs before and how that might fit into some end-time scenarios. So we're trying not to get sensational. But you're going to encounter this more and more as September comes. There's going to be Christians and non-Christians who are going to talk about this constellation. So know that it's a sign in the heavens. We don't know what it's a sign of. This year could coincide with something amazing or maybe not. Uh, but God has put it there, and he's put the gospel in the stars. But he's also given us the word of God. And uh, we don't, in a sense, need the constellations. That's why we don't talk about it too much. We're not looking for aliens to return or for these signs necessarily. We're looking for Jesus to come in the clouds. He said he would come and resurrect the dead in Christ, that he would rapture living believers, and that together we would be taken to heaven uh, before the great and terrible time, the tribulation that's coming on the world. And so our question every week to you is this. Are you ready for the rapture? If not, get ready, stay ready, keep looking up, because ready or not, Jesus is coming. Thank you.